I was talking to you about the power, power to, execute. to execute. Is that not it? Because in spite of all that you can do in life, if you can't execute, if you can't bring it to finality, it's like you didn't start. You understand? I mean, you can fight with a snake, but until you cut the head, you haven't done it. You can build a mansion until you roof it. You didn't build. It doesn't matter how much money you put into the foundation, into the structure, but the roofing is what gives you the benefit of that structure. Is that not it? So finality is very important. Amen? So how to execute? And, and we are looking at 1 Samuel 17, 38 to 51, and this time we are looking for the message Bible. Are you hearing well? Now, the Bible says that execution is an easy concept to talk about, but it's a hard one to carry out. Because talk is cheap. You understand? Talk is cheap. Anyone can talk. But it's only a few that execute. So execution is not easy. All right? Execution is not easy. The main problem is that it is a real challenge to measure and manage a vision. It's a challenge to measure and manage a vision. However, once you convert visions into behaviors, you have something you can observe, measure, and manage. The three components of execution. And I'll give you only one for today. We have three components of execution. I'll give you one for today. Sharpen your focus. If you are ever going to execute, you must sharpen your focus. You must learn to sharpen your focus. Because focus provides the clarity necessary to make decisions that support your most important goals. Focus provides the clarity necessary to make decisions that support your most important goals. So if you are ever going to execute, you must learn to focus. When David met Goliath, he focused on him. Just as Goliath also did what? Focus on David. So without focus, you are missing it. You see, you can't do too many things. You can't do too many things. Focus results in a clearly defined pathway to success. Say with me, pathway to success. Executioners focus on where they will prosper, where they will succeed. The God who can bless them. There are many things I can do, but I will not do many things because many things will not prosper me, but there is one thing that I can do. That one thing can prosper me. My focus is that one thing that can prosper me. Every executioner must aim at that one thing, that one prey. Listen, you can be an eagle with many other preys in the forest. Take off your eyes from them. There's a bigger antelope over there. I want to focus on that one. Because you know something? And they end up in the midst of plenty birds. And these plenty birds can infest me 
and even destroy me, even though I'm strong, like a lion. A lion is the king of the forest. I hear him well. But let me tell you, when some animals surround a lion, they distract the lion. Watch the geography. And then they, they will, he will lose its concentration. So lions can be killed by other animals only if they can be distracted. So a mighty man can fall and be destroyed. Just distract him. So if you don't want to be destroyed and you want to be an executioner, somebody who brings vision to pass, stay focused. Even though it may start as if there is no hope. Nobody else knows what you are looking at. Someone says, ah, Pastor, what are you doing this? Why are you concentrating on this? Why are you doing this? What is it going to bring you? A sharp focus answers the what question. What do you need to do to execute your strategy? What do you need to do? What do you need to do? You must answer that question. What? Amen? Amen. And what does it entail? Keep it simple. Get the counsel of those who believe in you. If you're going to execute your vision, keep it what? Simple. How do I do it? Simple. How do I get it done? Simple. Just keep it what? Simple. That's all. Simple. You see, people that make too much noise, there is nothing in them. People that are making impact, nobody hears of them. All. It's like when you fill a barrel with water and you put another empty barrel by, by its side and you take a stick and hit the two, you will not hear any noise coming from the one that is filled. But the one that is empty, everybody will know that there's a barrel around. When God is blessing you, keep it simple. Don't be sophisticated knowing that he's able to bless you. Understand it. It takes only a few to run to the execution. When you stay focused, you've kept it simple, you must also know that it takes only what? A few. Only a few. Not many. Those of you who left the Bible school, it's only a few that will execute. Not many. In the church, we have something we call 2080 paradigm. The 20% of the people give to support the 80%. 80% of the people consume what the 20% bring. It, so always know that it takes what? A few. God can do with a little and he can do with a multitude. So do not despise anybody in life. Amen? Amen. There's going to be a rich man, a rich woman that will walk into this church in tattered clothes. And all because he or she is disguising himself or herself. You don't even know who the person is. And you are an usher standing out there. And you are saying, that, well, you don't look nice. So I don't, I don't think I must treat you with courtesy or respect. And because of you, the person leaves with the money back. So understand it. Identify your one thing. Decide what is most important. The one activity that most directly helps you execute your plan. What is the one most important strategy I must have? What is the one important thing I must do? Always you have to know all these things. Align your one thing with the most important members of your team. Listen to me. Everyone is a potential important person in our lives. But you have a duty to render yourself important. Hello, somebody. Say, I have the duty. To render myself important to my pastor, to my church, to my organization, and to my boss. Wherever you work, don't sit back 
and criticize that, oh, these are pastor's favorite. Why are you not fighting to be a favorite? If you think that pastor has favorite, then why don't you want to be a favorite? No, I'm asking the question. Why would you never want to be a favorite? Quiet this. Why would you want to be a favorite? Why are you accusing others that they are favorites? Why would you also want to be a favorite? Because it's not everybody that will present themselves as such. Why won't you do that? Knowing that you will be of service to the ministry. Listen, sometimes we criticize politicians. I don't support anything they call family and friends. But let's be honest and let's be realistic. If I was fighting for an election, right? And everyone deserted me. And there's somebody that comes my way and says, you know what, Elvis, I will help you to win this election. And they sell their properties to aid me to become what I wanted to become. Will I forget about them? If there was a position vacant and you want it and they want it, who will I give it to? Why must I give it to you? You are competent, they are competent. You are good, they are good. They helped me, you did not help me. You did not even believe in me in the first place. You never thought that something good can even come out of me. You despise me and look down on me. But as for them, they saw diamond in the rough. They saw diamond covered with black soil. Diamonds unattractive. And they said, I see this diamond to be refined. I'll go for it. And they came. Now the diamond is refined. And you are telling me that bypass the person that, that respected, that recognized that diamond. How will I forget the person? Because if I, forget, if I forget that person, I am unrighteous. Hello, somebody. I am ungrateful to forget that person. I can't forget. Ask your team, what is the most valuable thing you can do right now? Always look at what you can do now. You see, people don't know. People think that you can do everything. No, 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 no. Do something now. Then now we open the door for the other. Do you understand? Always do the most important on that day. At that moment in life. No. When to say no. Create decision hurdles To filter new opportunities. You must know when to say what? No. Sometimes you must say no. It's not everything you say yes. You understand? And doing that, guess what happens? Guess what happens? Say no to activities, tasks, meetings, and projects that do not directly support your plan. Nehemiah says that don't ask me to leave what I'm doing now and come and sit in meetings with you because I must not stop about the lost business. The walls are falling down and I must raise the wall. What it means here is that learn to say no in life. It's not everything we say yes to. Ask yourself, to what extent will it enhance my life? Will it enhance the vision? You know, because at the final analysis, you will stand accountable to how you live your life. Not how much money you made, but whether you fulfill the vision that God gave to you yourself, that is very important. Apply the four Ds. Do it. Delegate it. Defer it. Dump it. What it means here is that, look, do whatever God says you should do. Say, I will do it. I will do it. Then delegate it. You see, delegation is so important in execution. Delegation is what? So important is what? Execution. The efficacy of your own power, the potency of your own power uh, is determined by the, the kind of people that surround you.
So, pastor, leader, your potency is determined by the people that you empowered. So, missions training center is meant to empower you so that you can also rise up, not to be like us, but to rise above us. Every father must expect that their children will one day rise up and do better than they are doing. So you have to delegate it. You do it yourself. Then you do what? You delegate it. Then after delegating, the next thing is what? Defer it. There are some things wisdom will tell you that it is not now. You must learn by wisdom that this is not now. This is not now. Every leader must have the wisdom to know it is now or never. I hear him well. So if you don't know this one, then you are in trouble. So learn to defer things. But there are some things we don't defer. We dump them because they are not related to your being on earth. So don't get involved. As I'm here, people have come to sell business ideas to me. Pastor Elvis, if you do, you get money. If you do, you get money. If you do, you get money. I can see that they are nice ideas. And I can see if some of you were doing those things, you'll be rich by now. But for me, I realize that no. There are things in life you know they don't help you. Dump them. They may give you some shillings. They may give you some money. They may give you some pleasure. But they don't help you. Dump it. Tell somebody, dump it. Hallelujah. May the Lord help you all. May the Lord bless you. I pray that you become a doer. You become an executioner. I pray for you that you be a person of action. You speak something and you bring it to pass. I pray that you end 2019 on a grand note. You enter 2020 with strong momentum. And that there's nothing you want to do in life that you can never ever do. May the Lord bless you and be gracious towards you. May his favor come upon you. May his face shine upon you. May God send good people into your life. Your dreams and visions may they come to pass. May God perfect your health. Receive a clean bill of health. Receive longevity. Receive fulfillment. Receive prosperity. I bless you this day. It shall be well with you in the name of Jesus as David executed Goliath. Every Goliath in your life is executed this morning. Is executed this morning. In the name of Jesus, your life will never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.